Welcome to Exploring the Mystical Side of Life with your host, Michelle Aubin and Linda Lang. Welcome, everyone. My name is Michelle Aubin, and I'm here with my co-host, Linda. Hi, Linda. Hi, Michelle. This is Linda Lang from ThoughtChange.com. Well, Linda, we were talking about the topic today just a minute ago, and we're going to talk about the stories we all tell ourselves and how those stories impact our lives. And I think we can dive into some good things to do with this topic. Do you want to kick us off on, on what this is all about? Sure, Michelle. I think it's a fantastic topic, first of all, because it's something we all do. We all tell stories about ourselves, either to other people or to ourselves, and stories change. But I think probably the place where I would start, and maybe it's a little bit loaded topic, but you know, there are some people that have had some really horrible things that have happened to them. We've had both had extremely challenging life situations, and you can grow from those situations. You can evolve. You can become more resilient, find your strength, find your path even through them. Or you can keep labeling yourself as a victim or as something bad that happened to you. And if you take that path compared to this path, you're going to end up in two very different places. So that's probably where I would start. I think of Oprah who you know, was sexually abused as I think a 13 year old who was able to overcome all of the stigma and, and difficult, difficult emotions and become a real force in the world for good. She could have said, woe is me, this is what happened to me and have that experience, abuse experience, be the defining role in her life. So that's what I'm talking about by telling a story. As you're talking about that, I was reflecting on some of the things I've gone through. And we don't know if she went through a period of that, woe is me, I'm a victim. We don't know that. She may have gone through a, a period of time where where that was predominantly how she reflected on what happened. And then at some point she shifted to a different story of empowerment. So we never really know what's going on, but it seems like she at some point had that story of empowerment and using the story as fuel almost. When I look at Oprah, I think she's used what happened as a way to support her purpose in the world in, in an ironic way. Well, it's that glass half empty, glass half full perception kind of thing where the circumstances are the circumstances, but how you define them or how you interpret them creates the difference, really. Yeah, it does. I'll share my own, a little bit of my own journey with a long-term chronic illness and a lot of symptoms, physical pain, emotional distress, and being bedridden for 
days at a time and just kind of in the, what I felt like was the prime of my life in my mid thirties and not, not what I felt should be happening to someone my age who had all these other things going for me. And my story for a long time was exactly that of why is this happening to me? Why is my life falling apart? Why do I have to go through this? And feeling confused and just like it was happening to me. And I dwelled in that for a long time. I really did. And there came a point where I did exactly what you're talking about, Linda, where I began to tell a different story because it dawned on me that what I was doing wasn't working to help me in any way. And I knew all of the things about law of attraction and how our words and our thoughts create a feedback loop. And I was like, how can I be creating this? I, I would never create this for myself. So that was the frame I was in for a very long time. I would never create this. This is, this is God doing this to me or some, you know, whatever force doing this to me. And then I just, at some point, I was like, okay, <laughs> I'm talking years of this, years. At some point I was like, okay, um, you, you got to shift the story you're telling. So I did. And that was, that was the beginning of healing for me. Really, yeah. you know, really powerful. I think that when people are going through those really difficult times, like you, like me, when I was having cancer, yeah. it doesn't feel like it's something we've created or hold a responsibility for in any way, shape or form. It feels like life happening to us or, yeah. you know, some other force that's out of our control. And, you know, perhaps somewhere down the line, the choices that we made did have an impact on that experience in our life. I know for me having cancer, like I wouldn't choose that for the world or wish it on anyone else. And yet years later in my healing, my guidance came through and actually told me that the cause of that cancer was all the resentment I had felt in my life, that my unconscious mind had stored it in that leg. And that's where the cancer happened. And the medical treatment was to have that leg amputated, which I did not do, but instead... I had done a lot of personal healing work, released all the resentment and the anger and, you know, all the other emotions underneath all of that. But effectively, that was my responsibility. I don't, that's not really the right word. It was my perception of how the world was and how my life was and how people should or shouldn't do whatever right. that that became trapped in my energy field. And even if you look from the place where you are now and you stand in that place, no matter what's happened to you in the past, where you are right now, if you can accept responsibility to have a more empowered life from here on in, 
if you can, you know, stand up for yourself and do your healing work and be the person you're supposed to be. If you take that responsibility and not let the past define you, you're going to have a very different outcome than if you allow the past traumas to be who you are. You, you said an interesting phrase, which is stand up for yourself. And this phrase, take responsibility, is sometimes loaded for people. Like something happened to me, so I'm not responsible for the thing that happened to me. So-and-so did this to me or my illness or whatever it was happened to me. But we are always responsible for how we interpret that. You know, if someone does something that transgresses my personal space or insults me, I'm not necessarily responsible for that, but I can be responsible for what I do, how I interpret that or how I, the story I tell myself. And we're always telling ourselves stories about the world, how the world is, how people are, how people should be. And we have control over those stories. It's a, it's a, it's a fine line. It's a distinction. It is a fine line. It is being responsible for your response. We can get into this kind of other broader conversation about the energetic field and how things that happen are a mirror of and show us our belief systems about the world. But if you're someone that's not in that place, I think most people can say, well, I, I do have authority over how I interpret events. I do have that control. Everyone has the ability to kind of reframe the story that they tell themselves to have a more healthy and beneficial outlook. Now, did you start changing your story before you saw physical healing or did it come after? Well, that's a good question. If I remember back, you know, I remember being, you know, in an absolute state of fear mm-hmm. and and then doing a lot of soul searching. And I hadn't even got to the law of attraction really. I just knew there was something more to this and that it didn't have to be the way the doctors mm-hmm. were prognosing for me. So, yeah, you know, I never ever ever felt like a victim, which is really interesting. And I never define myself, at least publicly, as having cancer. I, for many, many years, I didn't even tell anyone because I didn't want to have that label. Right. Uh, now I tell more people because it's a really powerful story. And if I can do it, you can do it. Right? Right. So I don't know. Did that answer your question? Yeah. I, I went through a similar thing. I was in the middle of all of these symptoms and I was very ambivalent about having a diagnosis. And on one hand, when you have a lot of symptoms and you don't know why, and you know, something's not right physically, it can be a relief to say, Oh, I, I do have, I do have a condition. I'm not making it up. And I remember feeling like, my diagnosis was fibromyalgia, chronic fatigue, a lot of other things that go along with it. It's a whole list of diagnoses, which actually became a little absurd 
but that's very common for people with autoimmune condition. So on one hand, I felt relieved to say, well, yeah, there is something not right. And I did not label myself just as you didn't. I did not label myself as I have fibromyalgia. And I don't know what I did. I think I just said I have all these symptoms. Today, I will say I had an autoimmune condition, but I frame it as this is something I dealt with. I don't frame it as a present day experience. And I stopped labeling myself that way, even when I still had symptoms, as a way to change my story. So I was in the middle of symptoms and flare-ups, and I would say, this is something I've moved through, my body will make adjustments, that's all I'm experiencing. So I would, I would kind of play with that idea of a symptom flaring up didn't define what was happening forever in my body, if that makes any sense. I totally get your point how, you know, sometimes it can seem like really imperative that you get a label so that you kind of know it's like for your conscious mind so that you understand and the danger of that becomes when you define yourself with that label you have this issue perhaps for the rest of your life right there are a lot of kind of chronic conditions that don't really see a lot of improvement once you kind of grab onto them and and allow them to become who you are. It's a little bit of a tricky situation. It's more complicated than that because there's a big matrix of physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual aspects that are in that little ball that's presenting itself. That is so well, that's such a great phrase for it because yeah, it's not just the body. It's not just the emotions. It's not just the spiritual aspect. And you spoke about this well with your experience with understanding your experience from multiple levels. And matrix is a good word. It's like all these things connect. And so what happened for me, I don't know if this happened for you. I started to get better, but not all at once. It was like one thing would be a little bit better. I still was dealing with other symptoms And I thought of it like a matrix. I didn't necessarily have that word, but I was like, this isn't just physical. This isn't just one aspect of me. I understood that there was this other, all of these other layers connected and am still diving into that. It's a really never ending thing. But what happened for me was I didn't know when to tell myself the story that I was better. (laughs) Like I walked around for so long with this challenge, really serious challenge of functioning, not at my best. And I remember thinking like, okay, I'm 50% better or I'm 70% better in, in one area, let's say energy. Um, in one area and maybe not all of them at once. And I remember like really with this idea of when do I tell myself that this is no longer my experience? And I did a future jumping kind of thing where I envisioned my healthy future vibrant self. And I told, I had to give myself permission to 
tell that story of myself before I felt it was true. And to not have to reflect necessarily my day, my daily reality this day that was unpleasant. I, I had to let myself off the hook from being accurate telling like all the details of the truth and say, well, I'm going to tell the story of the day that I envision health vibrancy and that's my truth. And I get to tell it now. I think you hit on a really important, a key information about this. And it's that kind of detailed telling of the truth. It's like that conscious mind that wants to dissect everything. But the more that we do that, the more ingrained things become, whether that's a physical issue, a mental issue, or some challenge or trauma. Financial. Yeah, it could be Whatever anything, it might be. Anything. So I think that that's really, really important to be able to step away from what we see and allow something else to be present. And it really is this idea that what we see reflected or what we experience in this moment is showing us our beliefs from the past because there's a little bit of a gap in what, in what shows up. So looking around at my world, you know, checking in about my physical health, mental, emotional health is a reflection of what I thought about before or, or my my story that I told myself uh, or my unresolved stories and what I put out energetically today will show up in the future. Well, that is the uh, ancient mystery school teaching of as above, so below, as within, so without. And do they teach that there's this time delay? I think on a spiritual level, there probably is no time. Yeah. But it can really show up at any point. But if it's in your life, there's something that's in resonance with you or with your life purpose, your learning that you've had that experience for. Well, as odd as it sounds, when I transitioned through the difficult part of my story into redefining it. And now I can say I'm living the life that I had envisioned for myself of vitality and health and I'm sleeping well and I'm pain-free, all that stuff. And when I tell myself a story about that experience now, I do see that it's related to my purpose because I learned so much about all of those things that you describe about how resentments impact the body and how stories that we tell about who we are affect us. And I have let go of many, many stories about myself and people from my past and events that happened and, and just, just let go of it all. And I tell a different story about what happened to me. And this may sound to some people strange, it was the best thing that could have happened to me. Now, how's that for a story? (laughs) I always believe life is supporting us on our perfect path, even so hard and so challenging. And for me, that experience taught me even things 
like how to make choices that are in my best interest because I didn't have the energy to do anything extra for such a long time that I became very picky about what I spend my time doing. And now that I have more energy, I haven't lost that lesson of how precious our energy is. So even that lesson, if that was the only thing I learned, that's a great lesson. But I learned, there's so many other things I learned, but you know, making those choices and how to evaluate what's a good use of my time and my energy. So And your thoughts. Yes. I think that's a great place to end for today. Michelle, thank you for sharing your story. Thank you too, Linda. So bye for now, everyone. Keep those thoughts uh, on the upside. <laughs> keep, yeah. keep it focused where you want it to be. <laughs> okay, very good. Bye for bye. now.